mic check, one, two, one, two, and we live, baby, we live. Yes. Yes, this is Kicks and Combos, where it goes down each and every weekend, y'all. Interviews, testimonies, and of course, fly kicks. I am your host, Miss JQ. And this Eastside's finest, Von Coleman in the building. Yes, indeed, and we got a very, very, very special guest in the building, man. We got Ricky Rampage. You know what's popular? We ain't hey. doing it. Okay. Yes. Yes. What's up? We're about to have fun. What's you know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing lovely, man. You're looking hella cool right now. Hey, you know, I'm just trying to chill. You know, trying to, the vibes is here. So I'm just trying to get the vibes, you know? Okay, okay. You've been, cool, you been cool your whole life ever since I've been knowing you. Yeah, I got all my vibes from you. I just said this before we were out. I said, all my Talk style, I got from watching you growing up. So. Hey. Woo! I dig that. I dig love, that. Love, I love you, man. Chicago violence really started taking off, like stuff like in public places would happen like that. Yeah. I remember that's when the taste started getting cracking and we just stopped going under that. Yeah, it was yeah. bad, especially like when niggas was getting off the train on 95th. Come on, man. Man, that was Chicago history. Going on last day was like a cardinal sin. Like. It was. Anybody mm. going to the east side, on the south side, no. Nah, I'm Tuck your taco if you uh, solo dolo on 95th. I did that one on the first day. You feel me? First, second day. I'm not going on the last day. Not I'm day. not going on the fourth. So what's the best days to go? Like when it first starts, just you ain't gotta worry okay. about it. When you got finals. somebody with you, when you when it's a group of y'all, right. <laughs> if you're by yourself, don't go. Don't go. <laughs> no, I just play, you can't be scared out here. But I mean that's just how Chicago is the South Side, not even 95th, all of them. 63rd, 79th, 69th, all the red lines. Yeah, now, the whole feel entire you. line. Maybe except yeah. Howard. Hey, even Howard be crashing. Don't don't let Howard fool you. Up north be bust. That's where young Patty from. Yeah, don't true, get, true, I true. To another legend, you know what I'm saying? So, and it was shootings all over there. Man, man look, they cleaned it up. They got million dollar properties around that. They do though. Ever since this, hey, don't get it. It's crazy because it's like, man, you got this one little strip up north, like around Howard, where it's busted. They got all the the black people and us. You feel me? Right. Then, bro, like you just like cross a little street. And it's like this nice little grassland, and it's all the mansions. You feel me? Hey, it's kind of, it's, it's like segregated, crazy. real crazy though. It's crazy how you, you, neighborhoods in Chicago noticeably change. Oh yeah, like some train tracks like, could like be the borderline from like some crackheads and uh, 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 bandos, and then you just see a nice residential area. Like what we have right now. True, I would say it's the same thing over yeah, here. Look what we have right now. So as we go that way. It's exactly. a whole different world, Washington man. Park, a park <laughs> right. is what separates <laughs> the murder. Exactly. Because it's even worse on the other side of the park. So, yeah. <laughs> it's Bill Gates. That's where the Chinese people live at. 
Guns on this side, Chinese people in everything on the other side. For real? Wow. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Only thing dangerous about this area is the Pied Piper. You feel me? Man. The Pied Piper. You buy down the street right now. Man. Make down no Man, so, man, we got, let's jump into some current news, man. I mean, okay, let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, let's pick your brain a little bit, chime in or whatever, give us your thoughts. But, uh, so, let's go on to something a little bit more positive. Okay, so now we got our first black female mayor, Miss Lori Lightfoot. I want it. I want it. Be real. This kicks the combos. You can share Be real. Be honest. I said it was Friday and yesterday from the shoes she had on the white side. Hey, man. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't got no I don't really got nothing negative to say about Lori Lightfoot, her. Okay. I got something to say about society because we bogus as hell. Like, Ooh, talk about it. Like, we bogus as hell. But it's funny though, you feel me? You know, I'm a comedian, so it's like, it's a funny way to look at the situation because we're not like really like bashing her, but we're not supporting her at all. I don't care what nobody say. Like, let, me, let us want to have like a, a Michelle Obama first right. black mayor. You feel oh, me? Like, she was like a Michelle Obama. Big, Come big on. We got the rays. You know, you she had the radio station. Like, <laughs> come on, you're not even giving us like no new gym shoes. Like. She, she making her round. She throwing, she throwing first pitches at the White Sox game. You, know you feel me? But I just don't feel like, first off, G, for this to be a woman mayor, G, that's epic, nigga. Yeah, like, that's epic. This was to be a again. black mayor, G, like. That's epic as hell, but it just shows how judgmental our society is. Because if it's not how we want it to be, if it's not in the form that we want it, we don't digest it. We spit it back out. You feel me? So, I mean, we ain't get it how you want. But that's how God is. You feel me? You don't get your blessing how you want it. Like what they say, God don't come when you want it, but He's right on time. You feel me? Like everybody wanted the first black mayor. You feel me? And a woman, but when we got it, how we got it, they like. You feel me? Ain't nobody showing no love. So, I mean, I'm just noticing it. I don't know if y'all know yeah. that too, but ain't no really, you feel me, attention. Like, this is history. Yeah. Like, this is just as big. No, you feel me? I feel like this is just as big as Nipsey Hussle. Like, I'm so, okay. like, this is segregation. Like, come I mean, on, y'all. Like, our first black mayor. Like, come on, this, this is the first thing since Harold Washington. Exactly. Yeah. Come yeah. on. So, so our Rest city ain't doing her justice as, like, as they should to, you know, praise this uh, historical moment. And you know it, it's unfortunate, you know. But and we'll be cracking on it though, like like niggas <laughs> calling her Morgan Freeman though, like niggas Morgan Come on, like Boy, seven cowboys. Come on, like they they Shoot do. Come on, they out here clowning her. Yeah. I'm not even trying to use this platform to like put that type of negative. Stuff out there, but like it, it needs to be said. Like, come on, we broke this. Like, we need to support everybody. And then, and then, like, take one example. Let a man come out and talk about all fag this or whatever. We all we bashing the LGB. I don't even want to have our letters. We're still that community. <laughs> but look, we not even supporting you, Timmy or Lightfoot. Like, we not. Though. I don't feel like we are. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're speaking. You're speaking real. You know. But I do like the first one of the first moves she made though when she gonna reopen the case for the code of silence for the Laquan McDonald case. Oh yeah. Yes. I, 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 I yes, with major. that. You know what I'm saying? I like how she going back in and she's using her platform because we obviously know something about that wasn't right. Right. We didn't get our justice with that. You something know what I'm saying? So you know, nothing was right. That other was right. <laughs> right. You know, man. Oh, yeah, I'm you glad know. she came out the gate swinging with that. You know. You got to. I mean, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be controversial, but at the end of the day, she gonna do what she think is best for her, the way she want to be the mayor. 
Exactly. You know, yeah. we, everybody says we want to get somebody that can relate, and when, when we get the opportunity to, we don't support them. Exactly, it's like we fight for equality, but it just shows that we don't want equality. Like, no, we, we don't. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What do you mean? We fight for equality, but we don't want equality because if we did, it'd be equal for everybody. We'll show love, you feel me? Like, that's your auntie, like, that's your sister, you feel me? Because I ain't gonna lie, we all got that cousin or, or that cousin, you feel me? That's doing, you feel me? That's doing this the way. Yeah. But we love him okay. anyway. We, we we support him anyway. We celebrate him anyway. So we should be able to do that for everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's real. That's I, I'm real. I'm digging that. For real. I mean, that's the only way to do it. You know, the love gotta go. It gotta spread equal. You know. This shit funny though. I can act it out. This shit funny. I gotta see that as a bud though. Man, like I'm gonna be so like. You know. See, like the way I'm seeing this shit is crazy, like. I mean, I mean, I, the internet terrible, like, y'all, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Man, yeah, those memes or those statuses and stuff that I've been seeing, like, been wild crazy. Wow. The funniest one I seen was, they had prep, prep when he went to the top, and it was like, y'all voted for her, she a powder puncher, right? <laughs> oh. And then it was like, you want to, though. Oh. Oh. That shit crazy. That's, That's wild. So, do you feel like, when it comes to this election, do you feel like you tired of having to vote for the lesser of the two people? Man, because I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna keep it totally funky with y'all, this motherfucker, yes. man. So. Um, I don't even believe in politics, G. Like, mm. fucking right. Okay. I don't care okay. about what they doing in the government. Like, they gonna pass whatever laws they wanna pass, whether I vote or not. They, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, they gonna do what they wanna do, no matter what you put on that paper or not. Yeah, it, it, it's good to show that you care. You feel me? That's right. what getting out voting, showing that you're, it's an action. You feel me? But like on some real shit, I feel like if you wanna see the change, whatever change you wanna see, you feel me? Get your business. For example, like how you doing this right now, this gonna, this gonna make you some money. You feel me? Everybody got their own talent. I don't give a fuck if you uh, 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 as a landscaper. You feel me? It's somebody that's cold as hell. Like, hey man, you're the best landscaper. That nigga got to cut some grass. You can make a million dollars no matter what you do. I don't give a fuck if you like making pencils. You can have a, a, a pencil company. Right. It don't matter. Like, everybody yeah. can, can make some money out of something. So I feel like, man, that's the way to take care of yourself. If you got your own money, your own stability, like, who give a fuck? Like, the, no rich people give a fuck about the government. The rich people care about the government, what the government doing. They do what they want to do. Anyway, so, you know. As long as you pay what you gotta pay, like, when you, when you really take care uh, in consideration what the government on, you feel me? Like, I ain't gonna lie, I get enough money, I'm gonna pay they crooked ass on to keep them off my ass. I'm gonna live my life privately, but I'm gonna keep working to where I'm comfortable and I'm not affected by that. Like, when a recession was going on, mm-hmm. like, when you got your shit together, a recession ain't gonna affect you. Yeah, like, what's up? Like, a lot of people don't know right now, like, they're trying to get rid of currency. They're trying to get rid of the paper dollar right. to put that shit on, on, on all these debit cards. So what's, but a lot of people don't know, understand like, what's gonna happen when ain't no more cash and they can cut the cards off. And, and then you ain't got no money, you feel me? Yeah, and the system closed. Yeah. And you hungry, you can't go, you feel me? Because all the banks in the system closed and all the money on the cards. That's why you gotta, yeah, like, like the brother Nick Cannon was saying on his black TV. Come on, I buy land, I buy all the gold. I buy things that appreciate, that have physical, physical um, worth to it. Because yeah. he, he said the same shit you just said. If they shut money down, what you gonna do? Exactly. He said, I got this in my vault. Ooh, I'm exactly. Gucci. Exactly. So he didn't really, you know, put out there what it was. But basically, if this shit was to cut off right now, if, if my 
If my main source of income was to stop, I would still be straight. Yeah, man. I just feel like, man, if everybody go by this, I'm a, I'm a king, I'm a queen, you feel me? I know I'm a king, you feel me? And, yeah. and, and I am the author and the finisher of my own faith. You, you better say that, So, like, I'm so real, like, yeah. I don't care what's going on in the world. It, I control my life, you feel me? I don't yes. care about none of that, you feel me? So as long as you got a tunnel vision with your life, you can't nobody stop nothing that you got going on. So it's like, man. Okay, okay. Ricky for okay. man, you know what I'm saying? Ricky no, I don't want to be the man. man. You can't just mess with you. Because <laughs> y'all don't play with me. They gonna look up some of the old pictures man. like, Bring it up shit. Ten years ago, how can they get a new show? But man, I, I mean, let's let's move on with yes. the. Yes. I think it's time that we gotta talk about what the world is suffering from right now. We gotta yeah. talk about the passing of the young king Nipsey Hussle, and uh, just the impact that it's made on people, whether or not you was a fan of his music or not. It's just a story like that. You got somebody who's doing everything that they say that they gonna do, and they actually doing it, leading by example. Bringing people together and then you get taken out in cold blood and yeah. they just leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth because you cut the legacy short of what it was going to actually be. Right. Straight up. Yeah, how did it affect you? See, I was hurt. Actually, I'm still hurt right now. Like, I, I felt like I lost one of my homies. You feel me? Like, okay. I listened to Nipsey. You feel me? Like, for any you feel me, young black dude that ain't really got no daddy, but you definitely like, you feel me, 80 percent of us. Even if you got your daddy, you feel me, like, no, no, like, even my pops watching this or whatever, because my pops is in my life, you feel me, but like, man, just being an adult and knowing how life is, shit, it get hard. Just a motherfucker, you feel me? So even not saying a man don't want to be present, but you know what I'm saying, like, uh, uh, my pops would be that, you feel me. Christmas, holidays, birthdays, shit like that. So being a young man growing up, you really gotta teach yourself and the, and the world teach you how to really be a man and be gruesome out here. You feel me? Like, you ready or not? You feel me? No disrespect to my pops, but my pops are so busy, you feel me, working, trying to pay the bills. You feel me? He wanted to make sure I know how to throw a football or know how to slap box or defend myself out in the street. So a lot of times I was watching, you know, like Tupac and Nipsey Hussle. Mm. And you feel me? And, and those are like, you feel me, father figures in a way. You feel me? Of course, I have my pops, but a lot of things that he wasn't able to teach me, you feel me? Nipsey taught me, you feel me? Like, yeah. also okay. how to save your money, you feel me? Like, he said, man, I got a million dollar insurance policy on my flesh. Nigga, like, yeah, well, a lot of them was crying, but them niggas got some bread after yeah. that because he took care of his business. And he owned all the masters. He had ownership. Yeah, everything. It's real. It, so, and it's not like, you know, after his death, you know, all that stuff is still in place. He still got his businesses, I'm pretty sure. You know, it's a tough time for him right now, but they definitely don't want to live out what he exactly. The foundation that he laid. And I'm proud yeah. of Nick Cannon for wanting to take on the Dr. CB thing, but I feel like Nick Cannon, please be careful doing that because anybody attached to that, whether you believe in conspiracies or not, they have all lost their life. They have, bro. Yeah. Man, it's a crazy thing. It's because it's like, man, it's a double standard because I ain't gonna lie, Charlamagne guy helped me see another point about it too. It's like, Niggas is just like really jealous because another thing is because if the government really wanted this shit, the facts not to be out there, like, you just Google the shit. Like, if Nipsey was gonna say this shit or not, like, 
you can find this shit out. Like, it's out there already. Like, and they got the tools to delete all that shit. Take all them shits off YouTube. Take all that shit. Like, that, like, perfect example. That Momo shit hit. Mo, you can't even type fucking Momo in and find it up. You don't even know what the shit look like no more because they just stripped the shit off. So if they really want shit to be gone, they can erase the shit. And it's more Dr. CB, Dr. CB shit than ever before. You feel me? So it's like, man, it could be like niggas. You feel me? But at the same time, like, man, it could be some hate now shit. You just really don't know. And the thing is, like, we put so much emphasis onto what the fuck happened. Like, it's in the past. It'll never come back again. Like, like it's over with. It's not about, you feel me, if it was a conspiracy, conspiracy or it was a hating ass nigga, man, it's like, shit. It was a lesson, you feel me, Absolutely. that we all gotta, you feel me, take from it, you feel me? Like, God knew that was gonna happen. Like, everybody always say, you feel me, no matter what people believe God is, everybody always say they believe in a higher power, you yeah. feel me? So, if you believe in a higher power, everybody always say, man, a lot of things was predestined, so. Nipsey's death was predestined by God, you feel me? Yeah. So, and, and a lot of, even like Tupac, you feel me? And like I say, like, I, one thing I see from Nipsey's death is like, he was a sacrifice, you feel me, in a positive way. Because mm. everything he wanted to get out, you feel me, it came out. What he tried to get out through the documentary, through the music, because a lot of times, even Pac said the same thing. Like, Pac didn't stand, like, he stood for what his music was, and so did Nipsey, but he like, he knew that's what our people gonna gravitate to, you feel me? If he came out like a fucking J. Cole, only J. Cole as positive type of people don't fuck with him. Niggas don't really fuck with J. Cole like they should, you feel me? Right. So Pac knew, so like, if I come out on some positive shit, niggas ain't gonna fuck with me. So I'm gonna come out, put this AK on me, you feel me? I'm gonna come out, my smoke my weed, cause that's how my niggas gonna fuck with me, uh, you feel me? And now, once I got that ear, I got that attention, boom, right. that's what's really going on, you feel me? So. Yeah. That's what was really going on, and people really knew what was really going on. It was finessing our situation, where we came from, to educate us, you feel me? Because, exactly. I mean, us as a people, man, I don't know why black people be so judgmental, but we are, you feel me? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could go on and on about Nipsey, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah. my mentality yeah. wears that, because we're just watching him. I love Nipsey, man. I love Nipsey. I learned about Nipsey Hussle in 2010. I really became a fan of his on the Crenshaw Big Tape in 2013. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like he was robbed out money last year, but I'm definitely one. Yes, man, victory lap. Oh, man. No skips, bro. Right? Marathon continues. Uh, and I'm just, I'm sad to see for Black Ink Crew that's doing a free Nipsey Hustle tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, anything Nipsey gonna do it for free. Up. So that's yeah. cool. So shout out to Black Ink Crew too. I mean, and like another another thing, I, like I, I he said uh, in, in the interview, he's like, man, if, if they take me out, then y'all better ride. You feel me? He ain't say how. You feel me? Like he passed away, nigga. Just ride. It don't matter what happened. He say, right. I'm gone, nigga. Ride. Stop trying to. And it's another thing, like with God, like even like a lot of people try, like man, I, I've been grinding all my life, man. This shit ain't taking off. God's like, man, stop worrying about how it's supposed to happen and just do it. That's what I mean. Like, man, stop worrying about trying to figure this shit out. It's happened. It'll never come back again. Just ride. Yeah. Stop okay. thinking about it. Just ride. You know what I mean? That's how it's supposed to be with life. Like, stop thinking about man, how I'm supposed to get on or, or what's gonna be my next big break or how I'm supposed to do it. Just ride. Just ride. To look a certain way, straight up. And one thing that I learned to let go, especially last year, is being a perfectionist. That shit ain't getting me nowhere but sleepless nights. Exactly. Once I stop being a perfectionist, exactly. Shit happens. 
And a lot of people be like, a lot of people overthink a lot of situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people right now, like, what did he mean? Just ride. Perfect example. What we doing right now? We riding right now. You feel me? Riding. We, uh, until we'll until, we, until we get a, a goddamn million dollar deal and, and we getting this stuff all over every major platform, we we, yes. we riding. We riding right now. You feel me? So whatever your situation is, if you make t-shirts, keep making your t-shirts. You ride. You yep. feel me? Uh, that that's an example of a uh, ride. And whatever wave you doing, just keep doing it until it until it pay off. Yes. Man, that's man, that's words, bro. You always say a lot of words. Man, that's the Nipsey. If you ever heard that, you heard it from Nipsey first. Yeah, man. Speaking of doing it for Nipsey, shout out Wesley Westbrook. Man, yeah. Hey, that, hey, he he's so funny crazy. but cold. The way this man walked in with this, cause, cause you know this man always do this costume shit when he walk in for the game. This nigga be one of the and this nigga came in with the whole low set out dress. <laughs> nigga came in. I said, if this man don't come through, yeah. even like my man's, uh, I don't know if you into fillet on Instagram. I'm, I'm aware of that, that man, man, dude. Bro, yeah, he did a, a dedication to Nipsey, bro. I thought, Word. I thought the shit was hilarious. You feel me? Because Nipsey did, a, you know, he do the celebrity basketball shit. So he done broke a couple niggas. So he did like a dedication video to Nipsey. But a lot of people was like, you know, you making fun of it. But like, another thing is like, man, you can't tell nobody how they born. You feel me? This man, right. is a, he's a comedian. You feel me? This is what he do on a daily basis. Right. So that's how, you feel me? He was showing his even respect to Big Bro. Yeah, I mean, and everybody mourns differently. I know they was on 50 Cent for the way that he mourned Nipsey. He was, I... I, and it's another it's thing, people don't judge mental gym, this shit funny, like it's funny, like I know a lot of like, perfect example, like when my man Eddie Griffin, he was, a lot of people was mad of, of him talking about Jesus and Christianity and Jesus having a hole in his hand, a whistling, blowing through his hand and shit, like, come on, it's hilarious as shit, like I'm not gonna lie to you, like it probably was the wrong time, but gee, the fact that 50 Cent was apologizing to Nipsey with this big ass bitch here with a suit, looking at the camera like, Gee, this shit was fucking like, come yeah. on, this shit was funny and yeah, shit, like, like, come on, and, and, and the thing is, it wasn't like he was trying to make a, a joke at Nipsey, you feel me, when you in the limelight like that, people are just yanking at you, you feel me, like, people don't understand what the fuck that man relationship with is with, with Nipsey, or like, people was like, how Lauren London can't post nothing, and yeah, she let her, let her breathe, you feel right. me, so like, people be, like, and then when you a celebrity, you feel me, you understand your money come from your fan, your core fan base, so you want to get in what you want, so like, man, these motherfuckers bugging me about doing a post, so he got to go, R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle type shit, so one right. like, to that, like, man, leave me the fuck alone, so like, when you really understand what's going on, Man, he wasn't doing no shit disrespectful to Nipsey. That's why I saw the shit. I cried laughing. I say, look how this nigga responded to the negativity of, of, of the judgment of the world. You feel me? Yeah. So, and shout out to all the gangs for uniting, man. Nah, straight up. You know, doing that walk for Nipsey, you know, that's something that I'm pretty sure that he would have been proud to see in different circumstances. Straight up. Um, and I know, speaking on what you're saying about how people grieve, and shout out to all the LA artists, too, that stopped all their music releases for this week. To oh, honor Nipsey Hustle. Damn, I ain't know they did that. That's real. They said fuck my money this week. Okay. Yeah, yeah you know, because, but the people who did it, they got history with Nipsey. Exactly. Know, Schoolboy, oh, YG. Yeah. Oh, man. I saw, man, YG, his, man, his goddamn he going uh, tribute. It. Man, bro. He got, he got old, like, one every day. Ooh. He got a lot. Because, you know, he said they was working on the two of America's Most Wanted album or something like that. Man. And they had some TV shows and businesses together. That was his big brother, like a mentor. Just like the security guard who didn't get the phone call when he went, now he ain't doing security no more. Mm, you know, he felt like Nipsey was a mentor, a big man. Brother. Big school. 
Is it just me or is when them niggas talk? Like when we when they rap, you could tell the difference. But when them niggas just talking regular, like them niggas sound like the same nigga. Yeah, yeah that you know? man, that you know LA accent you know is thick. look just like Snoop. Man, come on, with the, it the silk the ass, food. the braids. They all built the same. Man, I know that. When I had the braids for the dreads, I did that shit because of them. And any nigga who ever did shit, man. Then it did it because of this or, or, or goddamn Snoop or somebody like that. But you can't. You just got to pay the homage. True, yeah, true, true. That's the man. Yes, R.I.P. to Nipsey Hustle, man. Because we talking about Definitely. these comedians, though. Yeah, let's Have you seen the new Kevin Hart stand up? Irresponsible. Man, hell no. But I'm just seeing all the lashes, nigga, get bad. Check it out. You know what, man? I seen it. And I feel like we're in a place in the world right now when you can't connect to references that's being made by somebody. You feel like all oh, that shit was weak. Exactly. Mm. Man, he got a joke on there that's fat. Me and my girl on the floor. Like, it's fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. You can tell that he, you know, he got money now, so his jokes chest out a little bit. Yeah, a little out more. He laughing a lot harder. Yeah. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Okay. exactly. Okay. He's having fun with that. They relate to it. You know what I'm saying? That he in London, so he maybe had a different approach. Mm-hmm. For the people in London. He did a whole different part of the world. So, you, you know, you got to take those things in consideration. I don't know what made him pick that city to put on Netflix, but hey, maybe he was just trying to show how global he is. That's what it was. It was a statement, you feel me, saying like, you feel me, I, I made it for the United States, but I'm doing this shit all over the world type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say everything is about breaking a record, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you wanna do, you feel me, shit that ain't ever been done before. You right. me? So, man, big shout outs to that shit. But, like, I've been getting your critique and that critique, you feel me? Like, the, the critique that I've been getting, the, the not funny shit is the motherfucker that don't got families. You feel me? Mm. The niggas that can't relate, you feel me? Right. They expecting okay. that old, ignorant ass shit, you feel me? But the people who got families, you feel me? That's a little bit more, you feel, I ain't gonna say sound minded, but you know what I mean? People that just more got like more, you know, family shit going on. Yeah, okay. They can relate more, you feel me? So you can relate. That's all comedy is, man. Yeah. Being related. But the thing is, this is what Kevin, Kevin gotta work at, because I mean, as a comedian, you wanna give everybody something, you feel me? Mm. And a lot of times. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a comedian, you feel me? If I feel like I'm not strong in a certain area, I'm not gonna fuck with it. Like, I know I don't do impersonations, you feel me? So I'm not gonna go on stage and do impersonations. So Kevin probably like, man, my strong shit is my family, so I'm not gonna go talk about shit that probably the other people can relate to. So, but that's the thing is being a comedian, you gotta understand, like, when you get to that type of platform like Kevin, like, nigga, everybody love you. So you gotta give something to everybody, you feel me? Yeah. So, and you got enough money to hire writers, nigga, so hire a ghetto-ass nigga, hire a family nigga. So y'all got all type of ideas in this pot, and then you can come up with something amazing, you feel me, that everybody can fuck with, you feel me? Sometimes, you know, when you're in a certain position, you get almost typecast, whereas, like, people don't want to see you doing other shit, whereas, like, man, I want this Kevin Hart from five years ago, I want Soul playing Kevin Hart, but he's like, yeah. I I'm getting that 40 now, you know what exactly. I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't had kids, I done been through a divorce, I done got alimony, Ooh. I done tried to get married again. I'm at a different point in my life and I feel like sometimes, it's just like the greatest example I can always give with that is like Bow Wow. Yeah. People oh. didn't want to see him be Bow Wow. They little wanted, they wanted little Bow Wow. <laughs> and sometimes when you try to go to another level, it's like, nigga, what? Exactly. Right. Lame they, and shit, man, you know they been clowning Shaw Moss, man. Right. They've been leaving him alone, man. Soldier boy. But speaking of uh, other comedians, um, what you think about Tracy Morgan and the last OG? 
Man, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. So with my career with the radio, they got me at the radio station seven days a week for the past like three, four years. So I haven't Ooh. seen a TV show. Okay, like I've been okay. seeing like how it has successful it's been. Yeah. And I seen that he's made a huge fucking comeback. Yes. yes, yes so uh, I haven't seen that's what's most important. I ain't seen it to better get my critique, but I seen that this nigga's working. Like I see him on billboards everywhere, so mm. I know that he's doing a great job, that the people is rocking with it, so Man, I'm proud of him. You feel me? I know that nigga funny as hell. I got yeah. still to this day that nigga with uh on the Mark episode, pick up the pieces. Pick up the pieces. Pick yeah. up the pieces. Hey, yes. Nigga, we had the we had the kazoo stuff to the motherfucking the saxophone. Gee, all right, yeah, that's. Yeah. I haven't seen it either, so I mean, yeah, I mean it's just certain things that don't connect with my spirit, like when I'm not like it. Somebody put me on as they was watching it, then I'm seeing it, but I already watch shit like that. Yeah, me. I, I find myself watching the same shit. Yeah, me too. Man. It's crazy, nigga. YouTube is the new TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm always watching. Nigga, YouTube. A lot of. Nigga, yeah. we watch YouTube more than television. Yeah. Like, even the kids, like the kids don't watch Nick right. Junior shit. Nigga, SpongeBob is dead. Right. Man. Nigga, SpongeBob. It's horrible now. I rap these sponge. No, that's how I be, you know, and a lot of a lot of our childhood shows they try to rebrand them in this. Man, that's your week now, man. Like Yeah, you be ready to fight. But nigga, it's a lot of shit I realize, bro. Like, I chat, well, well, I childhood go, nigga. Like, whatever happened to the niggas who play Sweet Life and Zach and Cody, nigga? What happened to them uh, twins? Like, they made so oh, much yeah. money. They're, they're adults. They doing Broadway. They getting different type of money. Man, like, like, going to other things, type stuff. Right. Man, like, bro, I, I can't, like, a lot of childhood, like, kind of disappeared. Like, what, what a whole cast of all that, like. Like, I'm all chat yeah. like, yeah. there's scenes to be exposed, man. Wait, niggas be crazy, too, now. Yeah, man, nigga, what's my man? That's what I'm gonna say, Rob Dance. Hey, he's the everything. Crazy, boo. Orlando Brown. Man. Niggas be nuts. That shit is the funniest shit I've ever seen. You know, some niggas be writing now. They don't even want to be in front of the camera no more. They be directing shit. Exactly. New places, like, or like the Ocean Twins. They made so much money, it's like. Man. And they only, what, like 30, 31? Bro, like, right? They, they build, they stay straight. They do like skeletons. They do like skeletons. Man, bro. <laughs> that's real. Okay. That's that price of that fame. Or, or they get off track. They disconnect from their roots, like Raven Simone. I know this is. I know this y'all show. Y'all gonna be interviewing me. But I got a question for y'all. We all inter- radio personalities in this bitch. So do you feel like when you make it early, you feel me? That kind of hinders your success of like having longevity. Like, say for example, like when you like, you know what I'm saying? When you like, you would start early. Like, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. if you put a fucking star since you were a kid. Um, you feel like that? You I think it depends on the person. Because, like, look at, like, a Leonardo DiCaprio. Where he's, he's okay. a child star, but he's Man, also yeah. an adult star. I think it's something in you where you have to have the people around you that say, you just a regular nigga to me. Yeah. Because hey, Leo must have an incredible team. For you to always be able to rebrand yourself every mm. decade. Exactly. That's real, yeah. You, uh, got, you got that person around you. You got to. Yeah. I do like, feel like when it's when it's early on that sometimes it do like affect people. Like, you know, like the best make it out. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. Yeah. You know, everybody gets thrown out there. Everybody got their, their early success. And then 
after a while, some people just kind of burn out. Exactly. Kind of what we was talking about. Yeah, you know? I feel like I just been noticed, like as I watch a lot of people career out, I, I noticed that some of the, our, our major stars that we really like blow up to be iconic, they get on like after they kind of like adults and yeah, you feel me? Already, you feel me? Mentally wise, like I feel like when you, I ain't gonna say immature, but like you innocent still when you're a child. So it's a lot of shit that's in the entertainment industry that you feel me that's hidden that you don't understand. But like when you're an adult, you can really you feel me digest a lot of shit that you're going into. So mm. I don't know. I mean, all we ask is we all going into that same. Yeah. So I mean that's something we all I feel like we should take. But you know with the child stuff, it depends on what you wanted to do with it. Like take for instance like a fifty cent. His whole reason for getting in the music industry was to be a businessman, not a rapper. So I think, you know, certain people they don't fall off, they just do what they wanted to do. And I guess they took this newfound fame, they used it till it was up, but they rub elbows behind the scenes. Like look look at a Nick Cannon. He went from being a, like being in movies, 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 to not really like a TV executive. Yes, shout out to his moves. It's incredible. You know, to the uh, to the county, you know, with them guys. You know, just to write his own TV shows, like what's that, uh, the Mad Singer? Yeah, exactly. He's taking all the white folks' jobs, you know. But I like how he. I think Nick Cannon behind the scenes has to be an incredible businessman for him to be. Indeed. For him to be viewed so corny. He, he and that's what it is. You gotta be, and that's what I was just about to say because he's not the fan favorite. You feel me? Yeah. Like um, and, and well, not to say like nobody like him because niggas love Nick. What you feel me? But niggas ain't giving him that that Richard Pryor stamp. You feel me? And uh, he's very much so legendary in the comedy game, but they just don't see him as that for some reason. But Nick know that, you feel me? Right. And I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people is, um, niggas get in their feelings. Damn, but, but I done did this, and I'm funny, and I done did this. And like, this nigga's the creator of Wild and Out. This nigga's responsible for the niggas that we call iconic. Like, yeah. you feel me? And people like sleep on that type of aspect. But Nick know that people, you feel me, ain't gonna see him for his potential, so he gotta get on this business, man. You feel me? Because they're not gonna respect him for you feel me. His his true his true shit. Yeah, yeah I mean you know Nick, sharp Nick getting his credit in the hood from his track record of the ladies he dated. Yeah, oh hell yeah. We don't give him that. He has an amazing track record. Oh. But, um, you know, but he's also been the first to do certain things. Like one of my favorite movies growing up is Love Don't Cost a Dollar. Exactly. Day. Like, and I remember he said okay. he didn't really want to do the movie. He said he did it for With, money or something. Real, like you're right. Mm. And he said that was his biggest mistake. But what was crazy is. He said Will Smith discovered him and gave him that movie. Exactly. So shout out to Big Willie. Hey, how do you know Will gave that? See, look, Big Willie style. Up. Hey, because I remember he said, I think Will gave him his first big check. Yeah. Sure like that. But you write about him saying that he did love on Cost of Thing for the money. And I feel like still to this definitely one of his best films. Best movies. But it's, it's legendary. It's crazy how people really feel about the things they did, opposed to how we look at it. Exactly, because, mm. man. Yeah, man. I love that movie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to watch it when we leave. And look, because I ain't gonna lie, that's when we was first really introduced to Christina Milian, bro. Yeah. Cause that's I ain't lie, true. Like, that was a major role for her. Boom. What, what, what mom and daddy always say, man, the first impression is the last impression. Mm. And that's what it was. Like, a lot of those movies are first impression to them niggas. You feel me? Like, we don't give a fuck about underclassmen, nigga. Our impression to you was under, you feel me? Uh, Love Don't Cost a Thing. So, like, we, like, man, this is Nick Cannon. That's Christina Milian. So, we was, we got put on to y'all. Y'all did y'all thing. So, like, man, that's our, our first impression of y'all. Absolutely. So speaking of first impression, man. How, how did it feel for you when you first got on the radio doing what you're doing right now? 
Man, bro, that shit was crazy. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you. They uh, cause I never really told this story before, bro. I was like this close to moving to like some small ass town, bro. I can't even remember what the fuck it's called now. It started with an M. But I'm talking about like, bro, they was gonna move me in the middle of a cornfield. Cause uh, if anybody know how radio work, they Chicago, New York, and LA, top three markets, you feel me, in the nation. And uh, I was on a, you know, doing an internet show at the time. I never been on, you sure, feel me, terrestrial sure. radio, terrestrial radio, just a car down, you feel me, FM down. And uh, they say you can't just jump from internet to, you feel me, FM down, you feel me, you gotta go to a smaller market, you feel me, do that for like so many years, like I think five years, and that's like the minimum that you could like come on like a big uh, station like that, bro. And for them to just to put me on, and I'm like, nigga, I'm from down the street on 55th, bro. Nigga, I was eating, I, I cannot make this up, nigga, I'm eating ramen noodles with the hot sauce in it. And Power 92 called me, like, yo, we feel like you could be our next superstar. Like, we want you, like, and that's what they were saying, like, because I ain't gonna lie. Um, Atlantic Records put me on. I ain't gonna lie. Um, okay. Shout out to Trader Chocolate Jock. You feel me? Trader Chocolate yes, Jock. He was one of my big homies back in the day. And uh, when I was at the internet radio station, he hit me up with a um, interview with Ty Dolla Sign. Dollar okay. Sign. We did, uh, and then from Ty Dollar Sign. Matter of fact, I take that back. It was Seven Streeters. You feel me? Okay. And it went well. You feel me? And uh, we grew a relationship with Atlantic Records. We were like, alright, we gonna bring y'all a celebrity probably like once every three months or some shit like that. And whole time, you know, I realized then that rich people don't. You feel me? Dress like rich people. You feel me? If the CEO ain't gonna come in with a fucking suit and shiny ass and flipping money, then they gonna probably gonna look like Lori Lightfoot, have everybody kind of with oh, shoes. Like, man, the people with power, they don't want you to know. Like, they real chill. You feel me? So, uh, some of the, like, I don't know who they were, but like, they were like some of the higher ups of the Atlantic. And they was coming watching me while I was interviewing all the people. I didn't know. Yes. You feel me? I'm just treating their ass respect. Want some donuts? Want some donuts? <laughs> I got some just juice. They were just fucking with, like, you know, the, the humility and the vibes. Because I ain't gonna lie, yeah. a lot of people don't even understand in the industry. They don't fuck how talented you are. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times on the radio, like, I started off doing uh, the morning show. So I had to be at work at 4 30 in the morning, be with these people all day. And they want to know, can they be around you? Are you gonna get on their fucking nerve? Like, for real. Mm-hmm. That they could train you into being a beast. Like, they're like, is this thing gonna be on my, get on my nerves every day? Like, that's why I like arrogance and talking a lot. Like, that's really big on being in the industry because they don't get no fuck about how talented you are. That's why I say, it's, they always say it's not what you know, it's who you know. I get no fuck if you the coldest. Like, if you the coldest, of course you always gonna get, you feel me, chose. But it's so many people that's just as talented as you. Niggas wanna be peaceful environments. You feel me? Like, man, can I do my thing and not worry about this motherfucker telling people I'm smoking weed on the set or mm-hmm. I, I got an extra chick on the set? Like, they're like, Hollywood be crazy as shit. You feel me? People wanna know, can I be myself and live my regular lifestyle around this person? You feel me? And they could be A1. So that's all it is. It's you a cool motherfucker. Like, a lot of people, that's in the industry know each other because it's not about who the code is it's about man can we keep this secret society a secret society mm, drop the that's gems it. keep the drop the gems that's it you feel me? we the 99 percenters you feel yeah. me so like that's all it is like if you want to get in be a cool ass motherfucker yeah. you feel me okay. a lot of the biggest people like i ever met like um I, I wasn't like asking for a picture from like celebrity like ice cube and shit like that like I wasn't like no fan of everybody. I'm like, yeah, Ice Cube. You feel me? I'm just a producer. I'm like, what's up, Cube? I'm your producer. I'll be doing your shit. He's like, so what you do? 
Yeah. You know, I do comedy, I do this. So like when you when you treat people regularly, you know what I'm saying? That's all people really want. People just want you feel that chill experience. And if you know how to do that, what fuck gonna fuck with you and bring you on the team? Hey. People wanna be treated regular because they look at themselves regular. Even if you got zero experience, if they like your personality, I will teach you how to do this. Yeah, mm, that's, that's what it's about. Straight up. Don't pass knowledge real. down. So okay. you can do the same. Straight up. Feed the village, teach you how to fish for yes. Like right now, like my whole MO with, with my career, like just watching niggas like Chance the Rapper and Kevin Hart and you know what I'm saying? Like how you do the shit independently, like why would I go out and go hire a team? You feel me? I know I'm gonna need videographers, I know I'm gonna need all this other stuff. So I'm gonna look at my homies who know how to do camera work. Why I'm gonna go buy some, you feel me? Get uh, who, who did Kevin Hart last joint? Who did, you feel me, uh, Mick Mill last joint? And I'm gonna go to my homies, you feel me? I'm gonna go pay this dude 10000 and Mick Mill just paid him 10000 last week. Hell no. Work with your homies. I'm gonna go get my homie, hey nigga, this the quality I need. You've got three opportunities to get this shit right. I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Now, if you don't get it right, I, if you ain't gonna show me that you can work, I we gonna have to move along. But give your niggas that opportunity to boss up, man. Yeah. Shit. Fuck it. He gonna pay a, yeah. I'm gonna fucking say it. He gonna pay a white man to do it, pay a homie to do it. Hey! They is it any moment or any person you met that that stood that stands out the most? You know, memorable moment, maybe some advice, things like that. Man, I'm gonna be real with y'all, niggas. Boy, them celebrities don't give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> hey, okay. I feel like the only celebrities I did uh, meet is um, Beyonce, Jay Z, and like Chris Brown, like. And Rihanna, like mega motherfuckers like that, but pretty much anybody, and Snoop Dogg, I missed it when Snoop Dogg came up there, but pretty much a lot of other people, you feel me, I done ran into them, and um, they regular niggas, man, like, they don't get no fuck, man, like, yeah. they really don't want to take, it's the, man, I'm gonna keep it real, don't get no fuck, bro, like, they just don't, bro, they regular people, you feel me, and they don't. You feel me? They don't give a shit. Yeah, that's, you know, I, that's my opinion. Everybody, oh man, I had this great man. Them niggas don't give a fuck. Mm. Like at all. Like unless you, unless you're a benefit to them. Unless like, say for example, if I was a viral sensation, you feel me? Uh-huh. Uh, niggas are like, oh man, that's that's buddy. You feel me? But not knowing, you feel me? I'm that shit. You feel me? I'm the next nigga to pop. You feel yes. me? You feel me? But a lot of people they're not gonna wanna fuck with you until you that nigga. You feel okay. me? So like. If they don't see no value in you, you feel me? Like, it's just, oh, what's up, man? It's nice to meet you. Yeah, and they gonna keep it short. They gonna keep it pumping. Keep it pumping. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, that's how the streets go, too. What you feel can me? you do for me? Exactly. You know, if you wish you would have a memorable story, but I mean, unless. Except for Nipsey. Yeah. I have to put that out, because oh, I ain't gonna lie. Except for Nipsey, because I, I just met Nipsey, uh, like, a year ago. The last year of his life. That probably was the last. Celebrities I met, and uh, I don't. And the only reason I say Nipsey because Nipsey was um real humble with everybody that came into the room. Okay. It don't matter, like shit. If the janitor came into the room, my nigga Larry, if Larry would have walked in there, and they're like, "Yo, man, I, I I make buttons." Like Nipsey, like, "Yeah, you make buttons." What's the Instagram? What's the handle? You feel me? Like okay. he looking at niggas in their eyes. You feel me? He chopping it up. You feel me? And uh, I just ain't seen that seen that type of genuineness in a person. Just you feel me? Cause even I I won't go tell a story on Cardi B, but fuck it. Uh, Say, man, that's yeah. true, man. Um, 
I ain't like Cardi B, G. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because when I met Cardi B, this was like when she was just like reality TV star Cardi B. Okay. Like, like at, at another point, like I had to sit down and think about it. I, I said, I'm gonna say I didn't like her. You feel me? Um, mm. You never know what a nigga go through on a daily basis. You feel me? Um, and I'm a producer, so I started off as a producer. So when Cardi B came through, nobody really knew who Cardi B was. You know what I'm saying? So um, we was giving her an opportunity to be on the radio. You know what I'm saying? So when I met her, it's just me and her in a room. If anybody know how Power 92 is, that shit is Man, this big. Like a, bunch, like a motherfucker. So, um, the DJ, I don't know, they had the promoter they was talking to, so they, they outside in the hallway. And it's just me and Cardi in the room. Like, Cardi, where you at? And okay. I'm right here. You feel me? Okay. Literally. Y'all say, y'all see <laughs> Cardi right here, and I'm right here, and it's a big-ass computer. So, I'm that nigga that, you feel me, produce, edit, do the Vox Pro and shit, sure, all sure. that. So, I'm like, yo, my name is Ricky, welcome to Chicago, Cardi, congrats on everything, I'm going to do your, you know, your level check, all that shit. You know, she just sat there and just kept scrolling on her phone, like, I ain't say shit to her at all, you feel me, like, like, I'm working with you, like, I ain't no no fan, though, shit, I'm working with you, like, I'm your producer, we finna do this shit, and, like, motherfuckers are like, whatever, nigga. Like, Jason, she ain't say shit. The whole entire time, but like it be like that a lot of times. A lot of people want to come in, like that's my, I mean, if motherfuckers run into motherfuckers, they run into motherfuckers. Like I'm not afraid, but I ain't like that's what I said. Like people gotta understand, like in this game, people feel like uh, when you chasing this shit, niggas gonna help you out. It's not that Cardi B probably being mean to me. I just she's a mean person. You feel me? You never know what she was going through that day. You feel me? She probably lost a homie. You feel me? Shit, she probably going deaf in her left ear. You feel me? <laughs> Who Never knows? Know. You feel Never me? Know. But you feel me? Like just from being on this perspective, you you'll take a take a um a opinion on on a person. But shit, it's just like I took that. Ain't nobody gonna give you shit. You feel me? Cause going into the industry, you say for example, when I went from industry, I mean uh internet to FM, and I started meeting all the big dogs. I'm like, man, it's my opportunity. Now that I'm gonna meet to, you feel me, Ice Cube and motherfucking Tyler Perry. I'm like, my talent undeniable. I'm with these motherfuckers, they gonna have to, hey man, come on the tour. You feel me, they gonna wanna connect, you feel me? And uh, that ain't the, that ain't the case. And that's what, a lot of times, like I'm saying, that's not showing that like, Cardi is a bad person. That was an outlet for me, like, yo, look, don't think just cause you talented and then you are going far, cause you don't nobody know your potential like you. You feel me? Sure. So I know why I'm gonna be in ten years. Like niggas didn't know what Cardi was gonna be in five years when she was with me. You feel me? You feel me? So she knew that shit though. She knew she was gonna be yes. motherfucking body at Cardi. But the world was like, man, she a, a ghetto ass triple bitch. You feel me? Yeah. That's how the people was writing all. You feel yeah. me? So it's like so I just learned. To this day. Yeah. So like what I learned from that, I didn't take uh, that Cardi was a bad person. I took like, man, don't. You feel me? Get upset when shit don't go your way, cause G like that's that no handout shit. You feel me? Cause people to get that shit and and and, and have a, a a cold shoulder like towards about everybody, man. Celebrity is this, and I I don't like the industry. And I could have like put so much shit like fuck that shit, man. People treat you, I'm slaving and doing this shit, and they don't respect me. They walk all over me. You feel me? And and you'll give up on your dream just cause you feel and you don't even know. You just can't you can't have your your feelings on your shoulder type shit. You feel me? And like that's what those type of experiences show me. What like I didn't. Look at those like motherfuckers ignore me or walk right past me or mm. fuck your picture, nigga. I ain't looking like and fuck that artist. You feel me? Like now it's like ain't nobody, nobody owe you shit. Yeah. So you gotta keep working to that motherfucker. Hold on, where you going, bro? Hold on, hold on. Cause you it's gonna be that. Cause I know like it's gonna be a point where hey nigga, that movie just did was cold as hell. Can I, can I highlight this type shit? Yeah. So it's like man, just keep doing your thing until motherfucker like hey yo, one. 
You feel me? Because niggas, man, because probably, black youngster probably walk right past your way. Hey, hey, because even when I like trying to holler at Boosie, man, Boosie, I love Boosie to death. You feel me? Not saying Boosie was a, a, a he not no fuck nigga for not talking to me. He doing his thing, like he got so much shit to protect niggas, walking up on celebrity and punching niggas and smacking niggas true. and running for clout. So, you feel me? Yeah. Like, a lot of people. Looking for their moment. Yeah, they protecting themselves. You know what I'm saying? So. Man, that those the type of experience I get from celebrities. You know what I'm saying? I get real life shit. I don't get that. Oh man, I was around motherfuckers and they signed me. I get that real shit. Get your ass out the way. But a lot of people, I, I'm not the only people that get those bad experiences from celebrities. But people use those experiences and, and, and take a negative approach from them. You feel me? How I get those experiences, I take them like yo. Just look at him and, and feed off of his hunger. You feel me? Like, cause when I see those people in the future and I got the chance to work with them, I ain't gonna be like, yeah, when I was down, you ain't wanna work with me. I'm like, hell no. You feel, I ain't gonna treat, I ain't gonna be like that. That's a, that's the wrong mentality to have about it. You know what I mean? What I love about okay. your story is one of the biggest lessons that my uncle ever taught me in business is that you gotta have a quick memory. Oh yeah, Man. you know, because a lot of things you just gotta let it go. It might not be what it appeared. But sometimes, like, one of the biggest things I learned is you got to listen and comprehend and not to respond. Sure so you got to be able to read between the lines and understand what's going on and understand that people are not going to say things in a way that you need to perceive them. But what, they, what you needed to be said, probably was said. Exactly. Um, That's real. And speaking of things that I want to hear from the horse's mouth, you know, like, we talked so for years, man. One of my favorite thing that you ever did was become the character on Real Wayne. Yeah, Eric, yeah. Eric. That's Let's what talk I, about you it. You know, because I personally feel like, you know, I saw the show before they brought you along and it was a noticeable difference yeah. once you came along. Uh, can you check more about that opportunity and maybe, you know, what it did for you going forward? Man, and, um, I just gotta be real because like I said, I've been doing acting since I was a kid and like my family, like my sister, know was Big on the reawakening and shit. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know what the reawakening was or none of that shit before I got on there. And um I didn't see it as like for me, like you know what I'm saying? Like I used to look up to like you feel me, Jenny Fox and how they used to do stand up and all jokes aside and then they got like Jenny Fox show type shit. Yeah. So I was like, that's how my was supposed to go. Fuck all that paper soldiers, you feel me? Low budget shit, you feel me? I didn't want to, I wanted to like go straight up type shit and um my sister and MG, um, a lot of people didn't actually compete for like comedy and shit in high school. And uh, usually when you rank in the state, you get a scholarship. And I ranked number six in the state when I was 18 years old in original comedy, but I didn't get the scholarship type of shit. So I didn't get to go to scholarship, uh, college. So I'm like, damn, what I'm gonna do? Like shit. And my sister's like, you need to get on the real reckoning. Right. I'm like, boy, hell no. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to be a real actor, G. I'm like, damn, ghetto as hell. I'm like, hell no. You feel like Denzel Washington would never be on here. Like, I'm trying to act with him. Like, you know what? So they're like, nah, bro, you don't even understand. You gotta take over your city before you go crazy. Like, G, she like, the city fucking with this. So that's the thing, the way I was looking at it, I'm like, man, ain't nobody watching this shit. That's how I thought, because the quality of it. And I'm like, man, ain't nobody trying. I'm telling you, the city fucking with it. And, um, Another thing, I'm gonna put this shit out there. Uh, there was charging for auditions and shit. You feel me? Okay. And in real life, I'm a real actor, nigga. You don't pay to audition for shit. So like, I really like I started doing this show as a kid. So all the shit was coming in like, yeah, Sony, so and so to audition. I'm like, I'm not paying for that shit. So I was real like on my high horse because I ain't gonna lie, I feel like I've been doing this shit for a while. Wow. And I'm like, hell no. Then my people pay for the shit. You feel me? And one thing I don't do is waste my family time or none of that shit. So mm -hmm. when they're like, hey, look, 
Fuck all that shit you talking about. I paid for it already. Your audition is at so and so and so and so o'clock. Broke up your thing. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna see what's to it. And uh, a lot of people don't know. I'm gonna give y'all a whole entire truth about this shit, y'all. Do okay. it. Let's do um, it. Niggas didn't even fuck with me. I ain't gonna say who it was. You feel me? Um, they told me yeah. I, I I didn't appeal to the female audience, nigga. Like. I wasn't, they just said I was a good actor. You feel me? Like, man, you good at, you feel me, taking a character and, and transforming. Because they're like, man, you too short, your voice too puny, this nigga a murderer, he a psych, like, you know, he was a psychotic killer. You feel like, nigga, you can't play this role. So the dude who was originally Eric, this nigga like big, six, six, black as hell, big as hell, you know what I'm saying? And uh, all the girls used to be like, over this nigga. So, um, we was in rehearsal one day, and I, I was an extra on The Real Awakening. So after I did my audition, they said, you're a good actor, but I just need you to be an extra. You feel me? Like, you're not, you feel me? I can't make you no real bad character. Like, niggas don't know that. Niggas thought, I auditioned, I just got this big role. Hell no, I was an extra. So we in rehearsal and shit, and I'm just sitting back, because I don't got lines. Nigga, I watch everybody who can't act get all the lines and shit. Say that. Oh, you feel me? Say I'm just going to say the truth. Like, these niggas just came on, because niggas just wanted clout. I'm going to be real with you. I'm on this show with Katie Yacht Bands, okay. but they didn't make the show. You feel me? Okay. I'm not saying they can't act, but like, this, like these before pop out before all this shit. Right. So this is show you how big the real awakening was. Sasha Gohar was in the audition with me. This is before okay. all these niggas was who they are now. You feel me? So this is show you how big this TV show was. So we in, we in the auditions, I mean in the rehearsals and shit, and mind you, they didn't get picked. You feel me? Right. They say, oh, Katie, we don't need Katie got bands. We don't need Sasha Gohar. The niggas, they, they, they feel salty for not picking up that. But, um, so we were rehearsals, and I'm talking about this nigga couldn't get the, the role or whatever. So the director pulled me to the side like, man, I know what I said, but can you, like, right. go, go, go do this real quick and come show them how to do it. Or whatever. So mm. I go in the back, I memorize the script and shit. And mind you, I'm in front of everybody type of shit. So and then this is a scene with Mocha and shit where I had to like choke yeah. up yeah. and choke yeah. the girl yeah. up and kinda kinda like, kind of like kiss her or whatever and shit and um like they mean. Hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> like exactly. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. And I did the fucking scene at rehearsal and shit. That's how it happened. Like nigga, you well, Eric. History. And, and they're like, nigga, you Eric. How did it make you feel last year when when they had all that stuff coming out about your boy uh, Reese? Man, bro. Yeah. I can't. Ah, y'all would always hey, yeah. been on that shit though. Man, I don't know what niggas been on. I don't know. Well, so that that niggas phase, you know. And I'm glad man, you're doing but that's what we get a lot of the real wicked and shit at, man. But um. I don't know what niggas was on, but all I'ma say is, I'ma say this, fuck that. I'm, I'm a, a, y'all know the niggas in jail, so y'all know what happened to the men. I'ma just say what I saw, nigga, fuck. Okay, okay. And it's good, y'all can take this out, y'all wanna take it. Fuck you talking about, this nigga over R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, whoever the fuck. Um, them little girls was doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do. You feel me? Yeah, they was Come on, I'm talking about these little girls, 14, 15. Come on, I, I'm watching them. Oh yeah, you gonna put me on the show? Fuck out of here. So I saw what these little girls was on, and I know it, it ain't right that these niggas was, you feel me, embracing what these girls was doing. But these little girls ain't no innocent double Dutch hopscotch ass. Come on, man. I see. So I see. that's one thing I did see. You feel me? That these girls definitely be out here reckless for what they want. If they want something, they're like, oh man, I really want this. Oh, well, what you gonna do to get it? And you'll be surprised what a motherfucker do. To get it. 
Man. I didn't see it. And I seen that shit too. You feel me? Like yeah. firsthand. You feel me? A lot a lot of people don't even know like the the, the reawakening was like a freestyle show. You feel okay. me? So a lot of shit with Reese and a lot of shit like that shit was freestyle, you know what I mean? So Y'all did a good job, man. Man, like, we turned good appreciate job. That Everybody. show around. Man, that show did it ten years ago, man. I was yeah, eighteen years old. I was then twenty eight almost. Man, you a young OG out here, man. Yeah, man. Man, you were from that, from reawakening to the shot. Let's talk about that. How how is that experience? Man, like a drink on you. And I was on that. Man, I was on that. That motherfucking show for a day and a half. What you talking about? And but I ain't gonna lie. Um. Once you get on the show though, like you feel me, like I wasn't an extra on the show, like you really gotta go through the audition process and it get chose. Like I did probably like, man, 15 auditions for the shot before I actually got the call back okay. for the little roles that I did. You feel me? Right yeah, you feel me? Like, um, and I'm in and out, you feel me? And, and everybody, and it's crazy because everybody like, oh, Rick, go to shot. Rick, go to shot. Like, I'll go there on them 15 seconds. <laughs> But like, I'm, I'm a primary character, you feel me, on the show. Uh, my name J-Bone on that. But uh, like I said, I, I'm in and out, you feel me? But um, it's crazy. But when you're a principal character, like when you got lines and shit, no matter how small it is, nigga, they treat you like a style. Like I have on a trailer, nigga, like, hey. like, I'm talking about, about grapes. Like I'm talking about yeah. saying cut, then like you want shrimp and macaroni and lobster. What? I swear to God, bro. And we don't like fucking... Ashley, you know we filming in the hood, bro. They cut Kiki, Kiki, J Bone is lobster and his shrimp. Hey. I'm like, nigga, I'm only here for a day. Yeah, nigga, I'm like, yes. what about the niggas that's here every day? I'm like, shit, you feel me? So, get an orange. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie, man. They team pay good as fuck. You feel me? Okay. Man, they pay good as fuck. Like I said, I was only on there for a day, so I'm like, I can only imagine. With the niggas that do that shit every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I only did that shit for a day and a half. Congratulations! Yes, well, what can we expect the episode? Uh, which you signed some paperwork or something? Oh hell yeah, man! Contract been signed. Yeah. This shit coming on Showtime. Hey, that shit cold. Yeah. Hey, Showtime, baby. That shit crazy. You made it. I'm oh, yeah. interview for T. This is my first interview, by the way, too. So. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm a regular nigga. Y'all understand? I'm going to bye bye after this. Like niggas okay. don't. Okay. <laughs> Speaking I'm of interviews, I got this out here, right? So this is a memorable moment for me since we all sit right here. She gave me my first interview I ever had. You gave me my second interview. Straight out. I'm what? Okay. Straight out. Oh, circle. So. Yeah, man. Yes. I appreciate that. Love. And you can be my first interview type shit. Like, hey. real. Look at you the see universe. how I go around? Man. Being on TV. So, I mean. This is dope, man. It's amazing to sit next to both of y'all normally. Yeah, vice versa, bro. Man. Because people probably think, oh, man, it's, they just met. Nigga, we from the same. We go back. Yes. Way back, man. The rink, 7 to 11 there. Come on, oh, bro. Hold me up, bro. Even Mark him. Come on. Yeah, Come man. on. But uh, we're running out of time, but real quickly, man, I want to. I want you to tell the people some tips or any advice that you can leave them with, and even what's to come from Ricky Rampage. Man, um... I always say this when I get off the radio, you feel me? Um, count your blessings and not your problems, you feel me? Um, but I ain't gonna lie, don't think that shit cliche. I really want you to really think about that shit, meditate on it. It's deeper than just the basic ass line. Count your blessings and not your problems, you feel me? And I'm gonna just give an example of what I mean, you feel me? Uh, I had a friend that just got to a real bad car crash, damn near yesterday. You feel me? Okay. And uh, a real close okay. friend of mine that helped me out, man, to appreciate it too. She good though, she good, she okay. ate one. But the car passed away, that motherfucker's dead. Uh, okay. But um, 
she was fucked up. You feel me? Because she just got the car. And uh, with her brand new 2019, you feel me? My was clean, you feel me? She only had the car for probably like a month, you feel me? And she wrecked that motherfucker. And uh, she hurt, she, you know, anybody be hurt when you got something brand new like that, you feel me? And uh, the car was total, you feel me? And when I saw how fucked up the car was, I'm like, gee, you crying and everything, but do you understand you still alive? You feel me? Yes. Like, and, and I'm like, you will under, you you won't even be sad when you count your blessings and not your, your problems. You feel me? So, and, and, and that's with anything in your in your life. You feel me? Shit, uh, you probably ain't got no no money right now, but your lights on. You probably ain't got everything that you want, but you got everything that you need, and that'll sustain you. You feel me? Because I ain't gonna lie, with with a with a world, we got PTSD and everybody fucked up. I, that's another yeah. thing I feel like is we all took so many losses, so many people died, so many people, man, mamas. Cancer, sicknesses, we don't understand. We don't know how to cope with depression. Our generation, we don't know how to cope with that. So, you know what I mean? Before we get up out of here, can we please let the people know how to follow you? Yes. Uh, man, the Ricky Rampage everywhere. R I C K Y R A M P A G E. You already know. Yes, man. Kicks and Convos, Eastside's finest. Making history right now. You know, this is JQ. Kicks and Convos, Ricky Rampage, man. With my two fingers, we ain't talking about like. Yes. I put on my Air Force Ones for this. What's up, man? What's up? Yes, we out of here, baby. Yes.